Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Welcome back, folks. It's time for Mystery Recipe. She's Molly Birdbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And this is Mitzi, hand safety officer for the recipe lab oven mitt and right-hand gal. Mitzi, are you crying? I'm not crying. You're crying. I don't know what you're talking about. True or false? I'm not crying. True. No. False. It's false. I'm crying. Mitzi, what's wrong? Nothing. It's just, it's our last episode of our final ingredient. I can't believe season one is almost over. Well, that is true. The whole season has been building to this moment. Plus, it's day three of Pasta Week. Today, we're going to be answering one of our listeners' questions using science. And then we'll hear something unexpected with our wild card segment. But don't forget, Mitzi, that next week is our grand finale. We'll finally learn what our mystery recipe will be. And then we'll cook it together. That's true. Next week, listeners, will be our grand finale cook-along. We'll have one episode next week, but it's sure to make podcasting history. Well, don't oversell us there. No, it's really going to be the greatest thing to happen to podcasts. It's cereal. You listen to cereal? What? No, I eat cereal for breakfast every morning. Can't make podcasts on an empty stomach, but our grand finale cook-along, it's really going to be so much fun. That's right. Grown-ups, we've designed next week's episode to be an interactive, co-listening experience for you and the young chefs in your life. You'll be able to listen as a family and cook our mystery recipe with us in real time during the episode. It's going to be a real treat, but that doesn't make me any less sad to be finishing our first season, Molly. Well, I'm sad too, Mitzi. It's okay to be sad. That just proves how much fun we've had so far. So much fun! We've all learned so much. So much learning! But I have lots of other feelings, too. I'm grateful for all the time everyone put into helping us make these episodes. And I'm excited for all the young chefs who might listen and get inspired about food and cooking. Yeah, I feel all those things, too. It makes sense to be sad when things end, but try to save some space for the good feelings, too. You're the best, Molly. Like, really, just the best. I got some space left. Not much, though. I had a lot of cereal this morning, but I'm feeling better already. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Mitzi. Should we get started? Yep. Let's do this one together. On three. One, two, three. Let's Let's get get started started right right after after our theme. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. recipe. And we're back. It's time for Pressing Questions. Where we use science to answer a question from our listeners. It's Pasta Week. Were you able to find any submissions from young chefs about pasta? Yes, indeed. But before we get into it, I just wanted to thank all the listeners and their grown-ups who have written us at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. We may not have had time this season to answer all your pressing questions, but we really love reading them. They inspired me and our test cooks to do a lot of serious thinking. Thank you, recipe testers. All right, Mitzi, let's hear this week's question. 
Why is it that pasta recipes tell me to put the salt in the boiling water while my noodles are cooking? Does it really have that much effect on the taste even though I strain the noodles? All right, I'm going to the recipe lab where we have some kid recipe testers standing by to help us answer this question. You hold down the fort till I get back? I'll try, but what fort? Did you build a fort in here without inviting me? No, Mitzi, it's just a saying. You're in charge till I get back, okay? Okay, got it. That I can do. See you soon, Molly. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay, listeners, I think she's gone. So, while Molly was saying to leave room for other emotions, you know, being excited for inspiring listeners and grateful for those who helped, I realized how grateful I am for her. I'm going to set up a supplies party for her while she's doing the experiment. We'll deck the studio out in all her favorite kitchen supplies like pots and wooden spoons, and I'll hide, and then when she comes back, I'll jump out and yell, Supplies! And maybe throw an apron or something. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh man, she's gonna love it. Just don't tell her, okay? Oh, I know. I'll just send you to commercial. Grown-ups, this ad is for you. Hey, grown-ups. If there's one thing we simply cannot have enough of in my house, it is snacks. That's why Kroger's ship service is so great. You can browse snacks and other stuff online and get it shipped right to your house. It's fast and easy, and your order will arrive in as little as one to three days. My daughter Olive was pretty impressed. What's in there? Can you pull it out? <gasps> what do you think all those are? Uh, gummies. Do you think this is maybe the largest box of gummies you've ever seen? Yeah. What else is in the box? Pretzels. Learn more at Kroger.com and get the yummiest snacks shipped directly to your doorstep. Just about done. Welcome back, listeners. Molly should be back soon, and I'm just about done setting up for her supplies party. I have a giant paper towel pyramid set up in the corner there, and there are pots and pans hanging from every ceiling tile. I'm just finishing up spelling congrats, Molly, with rolling pins on the table here. There's two L's in Molly, actually. Ah, good catch there. Thank you, Molly. Two L's for Molly. Here we go. Oh, wait a second. Oh, no. Mitzi, what is all of this? When did you get here? You aren't supposed to be here yet. I was going to hide and throw an apron. I didn't even hear you come in. You sneaky scientist with your quiet science shoes. Is that a paper towel pyramid? It's a supplies party. I just wanted you to know how grateful I am for all you've taught me. So I was going to throw you a supplies party and jump out and yell, Supplies! And throw an apron. Mitzi, that is so sweet of you. Thank you. I really love it. Although, isn't it usually a surprise party? Yes, but the surprise is that they're supplies. That's amazing. This is so perfect. Supplies! Supplies party, right? Ow! Oh, watch out for the pants, though! They're, uh, kind of everywhere. I love it, Mitzi. Thank you. Oh, don't thank me. Thank our production manager, Diane. I may have forgotten to tell her I'd be using what's left of our budget to buy all these supplies. Do you still want to throw the apron? Do you mind? Because I really do. No. Supplies! So, how'd the experiment go? Well, I thought you'd never ask. 
So we were trying to answer the question, why do recipes ask you to add salt to pasta water? We invited Simon, Jack, and Allie back into the lab to find out. Did you start with a hypothesis? We did indeed. All right, so in a lot of different pasta recipes, one of the first steps is to put salt in the water before you put the pasta in. So what do you guys think salt in the pasta water will do to the pasta? Um, I think it will definitely, if there's enough of it, make the pasta slightly more salty than the one without it. Um, And I guess the pasta might absorb it or it might help the pasta be a little less dense, hard. I think one will taste better, and I think that's going to be the one that we add salt into. Then we made two batches of pasta. In one batch, we added a tablespoon of salt to four quarts of water. In the other batch, we just cooked the noodles in four quarts of water without any salt. I'm dumping a tablespoon of salt into a pot of boiling water. So we have salt in this one, no salt in this one. We're gonna do one pound of penne into each pot. Next, we tasted the plain noodles and salted noodles on their own. Here we go. I say A tastes better because it's got more of a salty kick to it. Yeah, B seems to be a little less flavorful. And with pesto sauce. It has more of that first when you bite in kick to it, like has more of like a saltier instead of like a more mild one. And what were the results? So could you guys tell the difference between the samples? Or do they have they taste a little bit different? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So what does the salt do to the dish when you use salt in the pasta water? Makes it taste salty. It gives it a bit more of a pizzazz. What I think is so amazing is that there's not that much salt in the pasta water, and yet you can taste the difference even when it's covered in flavorful pesto. Ah. So the noodles cooked in salted water tasted better. They did, both when served plain and with pesto. Are you ready for the science? Always ready for the science, Molly. Well, let's start with what happens to pasta noodles as they boil. Oh, I can help with this one, actually. Uh, Same thing that happens to me when I hop in the jacuzzi. I go from stiff to relaxed and get all loosey-goosey. That's right, Mitzi. But wait, you have a jacuzzi? Of course I have a jacuzzi. There's one right here. You just have to put in some quarters. I highly recommend the spin cycle or a bulky slash bedding. Mitzi, that's a washing machine. Yeah, Uh, what's the difference? Never mind. You're not wrong. Most noodles are hard and dry when you get them from the store. When you cook them in boiling water, they absorb some of the water they are cooking in. When they absorb that water, they become softer and more flexible. Loosey-goosey, just like you said. Oh, kind of like a sponge. Exactly like a sponge. A dry sponge is hard, but when it absorbs water, it becomes softer and more bendable, just like noodles. But then, where does the salt come in, Molly? Well, if you add salt to the water as it's boiling, then the water itself becomes salty. Ah, I see where this is going. As the noodles cook, they are absorbing the salty water right from the start. It's like salting the noodles from the inside. Bum, bum, bum. The salt is coming from inside the house. You're really getting into this, huh, Mitzi? That's right. The noodles have salty water inside of them, so they're evenly salted inside and out. So, if you sprinkle salt on the noodles 
after you cook them. They'll taste salty on the outside, but they won't be evenly seasoned. There's just some salt sitting on top. It's not absorbed magically into each and every noodle. It has not permeated the noodle all the way to its core. That's right. But it's not magic, Mitzi. It's science. No matter how delicious your sauce might be, like the amazing pesto we had in our experiment, having perfectly salty noodles is the foundation to a great pasta dish, one that will have every young chef coming back for more. Well, you really nailed this segment, Mitzi. Seems like you understand the science on this one. You can say that again, Molly. I absorb this salty science like a noodle in a jacuzzi. Amazing. Yeah. I'd probably put noodles in on delicates, though, and definitely want to hold off on the fabric softener. Doesn't make a tasty sauce. Solid advice. But while a washing machine might be great for oven mitts, it definitely isn't the right place to cook your pasta. All right, I guess that's it for pressing questions today then, Mitzi. Oh, wait. Really? I actually am not so sure I understand it then, Molly. Seems like you did a minute ago. Maybe we should do it over again? From the top? What are you getting at here, Mitzi? No, no, nothing. I just, um, I have valued our time together. That's all. I still want to hang out with you after this podcast is done, Mitzi. And I mean, you do still work for me. Oh, okay. Good. I I wasn't sure. I didn't want to ask. Make the situation awkward. Because, you know, you're my boss and everything. But I do like hanging out, Molly. Besides, I owe you a supplies party. Aw, no you don't, Molly. That was just my way of saying thank you. Oh, don't worry. You'll be getting a surprise supplies party right when you least expect it. Whoa. Take it easy, Molly. You have a a creepy-deepy look in your eye. Doing me a freaky. Well, that's all the time we have today for pressing questions. Wow. Amazing job, as always, Molly. I'll see you at the cook-along. Can't wait. Thank you, Mitzi. We're just about out of time for today's episode, but before we go, it's time for our wild card. There are so many different types of pasta, it can be tough to decide what to get. So we wanted to tackle this problem head-on, the way some problems are handled best, through song. My family loves pasta dinner Each meal with them is a winner But tonight with this brief cantata I shall order my family pasta My brother who loves sailing on the sea Gets marinara sauce floating with rigatoni But sister wears bracelets of macaroni So she gets a meat and cheese cannelloni decisions can be tough it's a big menu with lots of stuff so many possibilities but how to choose it's up to me My nonna gets noodles a la calabrese. My papa gets pappardelle with bolognese. For my mama, lasagna will do. And as for me, I'll have ragu. Decisions can be tough. It's a big menu with 
If you're looking at a menu and you just can't decide, just trust your instincts, let love be your guide. But if you can't choose, allow me to advise, pick something new you haven't tried. Well, that's all the time we have this week. We have really filled our noodles with pasta know-how. In the first season of Mystery Recipe, we have covered onions, salt, olive oil, tomatoes, sugar, basil, parmesan, and finally, pasta. All of these ingredients make our season one's mystery recipe. If you've been with us since the beginning, congratulations, we made it. And if you're just joining us, listen back because we really learned a lot over these eight weeks. Next week is our grand finale cook-along. It's sure to be a blast, so don't miss it. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birmdom. And I'm a chef's hat. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's an apron covered in flour. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a trusty wooden spoon. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio, the cutting board. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music. He's the timer on your microwave. Our post-production supervisor is Hen Margolis, a measuring cup. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also our grocery list. Jack Bishop is our chief creative officer at America's Test Kitchen. He's the oven. David Nussbaum is our CEO, our favorite cookbook. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, and editorial assistant, Katie O'Hara. This episode featured the voice of Kira O'Sullivan. The song, Possibilities was performed and composed by Megan Bagala, with lyrics by Megan Bagala and Hen Margolis. Thanks again to our sponsor, Purdue. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. 
As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 